Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast. Today I'm going to uh, talk about uh, the the idea of product. What I found is that um, often when we employ people, either uh, as direct employees in our business or suppliers or contractors in third parties, we sometimes get frustrated with them because you know we thought we made it really clear as to what was actually required and yet uh, doesn't seem to be getting the results that you wanted to achieve with them. Now, when this takes place, I mean, there's, there's really three reasons. There's three reasons why you might have an issue with someone that works for you. The first reason might be they just don't care. You can't really fix that. So if someone really doesn't care and it's not really interested in the job and just there to take money from you, then you can't really fix that. That's just a bad hire. And if you get a feeling that that's the sort of person that you've got on board with you, then I'd highly recommend that you no longer have that person working for you. The second uh, reason is that um, there's something going on or there's some issues in their own personal life or something that's preventing them from having their attention or focus on what's going on. And often it's just a question of talking to them about it and finding out. Yeah. The third reason is there's a lack of clarity, uh, and this is more often the case from the experience that I've had in uh, with people is more often the case is that there's a lack of clarity exactly what your expectations are. And that's why we, we have a term we call the valuable final product or the product or the outcome. Now, when you engage someone for any role in your business, you know, most people, you know, when you ask them what's the exchange and they, they see that they're exchanging time for money. Whilst that may be technically true, they're exchanging time for money, you're not actually paying them for their time. And this is an important differential, something to really get clarity around. You don't pay people for your time, just like clients. You know, what what do clients pay your business for? You know, it's not the activity that you undertake for them. It's the outcomes or the results of what it is that you do for them. So if you're in a service-based business, they're not paying for your time. They're paying for a product or an outcome. So think about the product as the end result of any activity that takes place rather than the activity itself. And so this is an important distinction to be aware of. And often, more often than not, if you're having an issue with a particular team member, and when I've had that my own experience in that area or when I've worked with clients around it, I always suggest that they go through a bit of a process of clearing the product. And the product is defined as the end outcome or the result of that person's activity or that role, not the activity. Because what can happen is that, you know, someone might be employed as a receptionist. I'll give you a really simple example. And they would go, oh, my role is to answer the phone, is to sort of greet people when they come through, it might, might be doing some filing, all those sorts of things. None of those things are actually products. They're actually activities. And so the best way to sort of go about it is how do you define, and normally a good way to do this is to do this with your team members, how do you actually define the product for a particular role? So if we look at that example of the receptionist, you know, you might 
you might be getting frustrated with the way that this person's answering the phone or responding to people. And then when you talk to them, you might say, look, what do you think your product is? What is it that you're meant to be doing? And they'll say, I've just got to answer the phone. I'm a receptionist. And look, technically, well, that's true. It's not really the product, you know. And then you work with that person to sort of define it. And an example might be you'll get a clarity that that product for the receptionist is to answer the phone within three rings, greeting everyone in a professional, friendly manner, finding out what their needs are and directing that call as quickly and efficiently as possible, yeah. And so that's the difference between I'm answering the phone and actually defining the product. And that's in a fairly simple role, such as a receptionist. So you can imagine in your business, you might have people right across your business undertaking different activity. And you may be going, well, you know, you've had a chat, you've created a job description, you've done all those things, but it's just not working. And so part of the thing to do, and something that I'd really recommend uh, an approach is to see if the product, the outcome has been agreed upon and there's a strong alignment on that. And so that that's actually a bit of a process of, of engaging in a bit of a communication because if we want to create an ideal business and we want to remove ourselves from activity that we don't love, it's, it's actually pretty important that uh, you can engage people, you can get aligned and then they can get on. And the more success you have in doing that and outsourcing activity, the more likely that you're going to do it going forward as well. If you want to find out how you can build your own ideal business and your own ideal life, head to the show notes and follow the links to take our ideal business quiz, which will give your business a score on how ideal your business is to date. Highlighting your current strengths and areas to work on to make your business more ideal for you. Or you can simply go to www.invisbiz.com. That's with two Z's instead of S's and get your score after the episode. Now, back to Paul. Whenever I hear or wherever it comes across that uh, this person's not really doing that well, they're not performing that well, uh, the first question I ask is, have you, have you cleared the product with them? Is it very clear? Are you strongly aligned on what the outcome of that role is? And another way to think about the product is that you should be able to, if it's a, it's a well-defined product, you should be able to generate a statistic or you should be able to measure it, yeah? You can't necessarily just measure an activity outside of just time, but you can measure a product or an outcome. And so what I'd always recommend is if, the, if you have any team members that um, you're struggling with, you know, I think it's important to work out, you know, is it, do they care? You know, if you're finding that it's someone who just doesn't care, they're just taking advantage of the role, just want to get paid, then you can't really fix that. That's really an attitudinal thing. But if you find that, you know, they are trying, they seem to be trying really hard, they're really interested, but it's not still clicking in, then I suggest you take a bit of time to go through and uh, clear the product. The best way to start with that. Uh, if you don't have that defined with them, is to simply ask them. Ask them the question, what do you think your product is in the role that uh, you're engaged in? And see what they say. 
And if they go through and they define the product by a, a number of tasks and activities, I do this, I do that, I'm meant to tick this, I'll do this, do that, you know, then in the doing side, the activity side of it, you'll know straight away that they, they, may, they don't necessarily understand their product or it hasn't actually been defined with them. And so then you take them through a bit of a process and you, you want to have done this yourself for that particular team member is to look at what is the product of a particular role? What are the outcomes? What are the expectations that you have in relation to someone working within your business? And if you can get away, move away from the focus of people are paid for time and activity and completing tasks, because then you'll end up just micromanaging your team and there'll be very little accountability and responsibility across your team. But if you can define the product really clearly, this is a product that we're aiming to achieve, and you do that in a process of agreement with that particular team member, so you actually go through and you define it, and there might be three or four different products. If it's a sales role, obviously it might be relating to sales, but it might be relating to a particular quality of sale. It might be relating to a certain number of sales that take place or sales of certain products or services that you have. So getting as specific as possible is really important. And what I found works best is not just coming up with these for any, if, if you've got an existing role, you've already defined the, the job description clearly and you've got the product and the KPIs and the statistics, then that's just sharing that information with someone who you engage with in that role. Now, if you, for example, have someone who's uh, potentially in a new role or you know hasn't been done before, then it's a really valuable exercise to engage them in the process and then they have a sense of ownership of the role itself and the product and the outcomes. And I found this to work most of the times that I've had any issues with team members or staff members, I found this works really well. I guess the way to look at it is the, the first port of call is to go, have I given, have I provided the, the correct framework and the correct understanding for a team member so that they totally understand what it is that they're here to do, here to achieve, that what their products are, and do they have metrics, are they KPIs or statistics that they can track and measure to know if they're doing a good job in their own role? And if, if you've done that and you still have any issues and you want to look a little bit deeper as to what the cause is, but this would be the first port of call. This would be something that I'd always recommend you do with uh, any team member that you're not happy with, you know, clearing the product, the product being the outcome. And that's really what we, we all get exchanged for. Anything that we do, you know, with our clients, anything that anyone works for you, the exchange is not simply the activity or the task, but it's actually the outcome or the product that comes out of the result of that activity. So I found that this, this is a really useful process to go through. It, it uh, provides a, a bit of a framework within your organisation about providing high clarity. And if you want to extract yourself and enable people to do particular roles that you used to do before, then it's almost essential that you do this. Otherwise, you end up finding that uh, it's never quite to your satisfaction and it always ends up bouncing back at you and coming back to you. So if you want to avoid that, spend some time on this activity, spend some time defining the product, getting really aligned, and then you'll find that it'll make it a lot easier for you to... Um, 
to step back and uh, create a bit more independence and space from your business and particular activity in your business. Thanks for joining me. Hopefully that provided some insights into a really useful process that I've used over the many years in relation to uh, team members. And uh, I'll catch up with you in the next podcast. Ciao for now.